You now tuned in to the Gunk Town Podcast. I'm your boy Doug B. We ain't got nothing to talk about, but we got something to talk about. Let's go. Good people, good people. Welcome to the Gum Town Podcast. I'm your boy, Doug B. First things first, if you're tuning in to this podcast, I want to thank you for your time and your attention. I really appreciate you giving this podcast a shot. Before we bring on today's guest, I want to tell you all a little bit about myself. Who am I? My name is Doug B., born and raised in Montgomery, Alabama, also known as the Gump Town, which, as you can tell by now, inspired the name of the podcast. I attended Robert E. Lee High School, the Alabama State University for my undergrad, and Troy University for my master's. So as you can tell, I'm Gump Town through and through, born and raised. I love the Gump. <laughs> so now that we got a short bio about myself, let me tell you about the podcast. Why I started this podcast. Well, back in 2018, I had an aha moment. At that point in time, I had been listening to podcasts for about three years. And I had the idea. I was thinking one day, I was like, wow, I don't know of anyone in Montgomery who's consistently putting out a podcast about the gump for the gump. So I was like, hmm, why not me? That's when I first got the aha moment. <laughs> Fast forward to 2021, I'm finally putting into action. Let me tell you what happened in between the aha moment and the action. I had to build up the audacity. I had to build up the courage to actually put it out there. I was able to build up the audacity, build up that courage by the influencers and content creators that I was subscribed to. Because once I realized they started with what they had, where they were, I was like, why not me? So fast forward to 2021. And that's really the purpose of this podcast. We're going to be speaking with people who are affiliated with the Gump Town in one way or another, whether it be born and raised here or they were here for a period of time, whether it be for school or for work. And that's what they're going to be talking about. Their aha moment, what, what helped them build the courage and the audacity to put the action behind, to put the action to their plan, which ultimately led to the company that they, their respective companies that they're running today. So without further ado, let's introduce the guests. Today's guest is my beautiful wife. She's also a gospel singer, artist, songwriter. She's the owner of Ashley Wright Music LLC. She was the recipient of the Indie Artist of the Year Award back at the 2019 Steeples. She's here to talk about her new album, Worldbound No More, Deluxe Edition, which is available on all digital streaming platforms today, September 5th. Go stream it. Go stream it. Better yet, go buy it. Is available on iTunes and Amazon for purchase. Without further ado, let's give a warm Gump Town round of applause for Ashley J. Wright. <laughs> Ashley, how's it going? It's going great. How are you? I am great. I am great. First things first, I want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule to sit down with me and chop it up for a few minutes. I really appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. Glad to see you. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into the album, which we're here to talk about today, tell the people out there in Gumptown Podcast land your story. Who is Ashley Wright and what road did Montgomery... Montgomery what what role has the Gumtown played in your overall development as a person, business owner? 
I was born and raised in Montgomery. I am a crossbreed between uh, Madison Park, UMP, and Ridgecrest. Um, my parents lived in Ridgecrest, and my grandparents lived in Madison Park. So I was born and raised here. I love Montgomery. I, I really appreciate the um, <clears throat> just being here in the city. And when I was growing up, it wasn't a lot going on. But as I as the city began to grow and uh, they moved out east and started building things out west and there was more to do, I started to really appreciate and see the creativity that um, sprung forth here in the city. I mean, Montgomery's like the holy ground, you know, it's just like <laughs> where all of the civil rights happened. Right. Rosa Parks, I mean, my mom was born literally like one year after Rosa Parks sat on the bus. So, I mean, my family's tied deep into the civil rights and everything. So being here was an awesome experience. And like, like I said, as the city grew, I basically grew as a, grew as a young lady here. And I was off, I was actually given the chance to be creative because we had areas of opportunity for that. So that that's who I am. I'm from here. I went to Lee High School, Lee U. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you. That's where we met as right. high school sweethearts there. And also I attended AUM, Auburn Montgomery, Warhawks yeah. now. So also then I went to Troy University and got my MBA there. So I'm deeply rooted here. I went to school here, high school and college. And then eventually I went into R&B. I went into the R&B field, started doing some music there, actually writing, and then took a break to finish college and everything. And that led me to gospel because I went through a very rough uh, tr a trial during my um, MBA period of trying to graduate and everything. And I was really ill. And then I came upon the idea Actually, God gave me a song, the first gospel song I had ever written in life, which was Jesus, Lay Your Hands on Me. That was my first song, gospel-wise. And I was just like, wow, you know, this is this is something I should, should pursue. There's an area of opportunity, young, Black, African-American female, um, someone that can actually get out there and sing and encourage other young Black women. So that's what I wanted to do, just use my degree, my MBA, to start a business where I could write for other artists and also produce my own music. And that's that's who I am. I have one sister and I I have a little dog and I'm married to my handsome husband. <laughs> so that that's that's what I got going on. That's great. That's a great story. Born and raised in the Gump. Gump Town, one of Gump Town's finest. Much respect to you. Much respect. So fast forward to what we hear. That's a great story, by the way. Fast forward to why we're here today. Today is a big day. World Bound No More, Deluxe Edition. Your debut album is finally here. How does it feel? Number one, let's start with the first question. How does it feel to actually be putting out your first full-blown debut album? How does that feel? It feels surreal this is a moment i've waited several years for and i've been writing since i was 12 literally <laughs> i started writing i wrote a song my first r&b song i miss you 
And the <laughs> some of you who are listening, you may remember that it was on the radios and a radio at one point. And you know, getting to this point, it's just it's unbelievable just to see how God led me to be here and the people I met along the way to get to this point because you can't do it by yourself. You know, you have to have an amazing team. And I just look back over the last couple of years that um, I, the last couple of years and the, the people that I met that the great musicians and producers and other artists that helped me and joined in with me, those that encouraged me, my mentors, that everything that led to this point, it's just, amazing to to think about and I'm just blessed I'm, I'm I'm happy that God chose me he chose me to be this vessel he chose me to to carry out his message so I'm thankful mm-hmm. wow so beforehand you were saying that you so part of your story was you started out in R and B, you transitioned over to gospel because you were going through some things in your life, and God kind of put it on your heart to put out gospel music. And you wrote "Jesus, Lay Your Hand on Me," right? And was that was that uh, was that single successful? What was the reception of that single? The reception was amazing. I mean, the second I put the song out, actually, I opened for Tasha Cobbs when she came mm. to Montgomery and that was the first time I performed it ever in front of a large like arena and I mean the crowd people were just really into the song and even after the performance I went out into the audience and a lot of people were just like man that that song was anointed I could I really love the words the lyrics to that song and I knew we had something we had something so I recorded it not too long after that performance and then the song basically grew legs on its own i didn't even really promote it i didn't ask anyone to put it on the radio it just i turned on the radio one day i was riding with my mom and it was on the radio so i was like okay the song is very impactful this is this is something special and that led me to creating a whole album full of other songs just like that so so with that being said, okay, you create the single, and regardless of regardless of whether it's a, a single, or EP, or interlude, or a song, I know it's a creative process that takes place when you right. created Jesus. Lay, Jesus laid your hand on me. Now we're talking about an entire album. I know that was a completely different creative process. Describe to the people the creative process that went into creating world bound no more deluxe edition the entire album describe that that process please well the process was it was definitely a challenge i will say that because i've never done a a whole album i've only done singles at a time so i had a good problem really (laughs) i had more than enough songs the the tough part was actually narrowing it down to 12 tracks because that was the hard part because you want to include everything but you can't because it's just not going to be feasible so i was i mean the process was was definitely it taught me a lot because there were so many things i thought i knew that i i didn't know 
And I luckily had people in my corner like Dante Baldwin. He produced and he wrote one of the songs on the album. I wrote the rest of them, but just having people like him in the studio to coach me through and direct the choir while I'm singing, um, having producers like Balfam, Jeremy Sanders, a couple of others that really was just there to to be honest and open with me, like, hey, I don't think this is gonna work, or you were you may have could have you could have done this better or that better. Just having people that were open and honest with me throughout this process made it made it better, I think. So so I, I think it, the ult- ultimately getting to this point, I would say I wouldn't change anything. I love every song on the album. Uh, each one is so different. Each one has its own flavor. It has its own meaning to me. And like I, I wrote each one except for one, which was done by Dante Baldwin. But I mean, God gave them to me literally in a few minutes. Each song I wrote, I mean, word for word in a minute. God, I, he, it was so surreal. It's almost like he was, he would play the song and I could hear it. Every note, every melody, everything. And in writing these songs, getting to this point, it was a process, but I am proud of myself and the team. I can't speak highly, more highly than this. I mean, everyone was outstanding. All the all of the musicians, they did their thing. I mean, they made them inter- instruments sing. So I'm just I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for for everyone to finally hear the entire the entire project. What a process! What a creative process! And what I gathered from what you said was you had a team around you, right? who gave you constructive criticism. Right. And that's such a great concept because we all have to realize that no man, no woman is an island. We all need a team that we're going to get from. Exactly. Where we are now to where we desire to be. So shout out to your team for holding you accountable and being constructive and giving you constructive criticism so that you can put out a project that you enjoy. So you're saying that you wrote all of these songs pretty, very, fairly fast. So you never experienced any type of writer writer's block during this creative process. It was no. Wow. When I when I transitioned to gospel, there there it was overflow. Like there was no such thing as writer's block. I was God would give me songs and I would be driving on the and have to pull over on the side of the road because I didn't want to forget it. You know, I want to write it real quick, put it in my phone, and I had overflow. I still have overflow. Like to to this day, it's so much material in my mind it's hard to sleep because I hear new songs, new, new, everything constantly all of the time. So, I, I mean, I have a great, I have a great problem. <laughs> I, have more right. than, <laughs> I have more than enough material to last me the rest of my life. But eventually that was the point of me getting to actually write music LLC. I want to uh, actually the songs that have been given to me, I want other artists, some other artists to sing them. I want them to go, the songs to be on, on movies and commercials and all of that. So that was the whole point of me creating my business because I have so, so much material. Wow. So you said something earlier and I know you're an artist and I know all of these songs are like your babies. And I know a mother loves all her babies equally. Here's a million dollar question. And don't and please tell the people the truth, the good people. 
Which song on the album is your favorite? Mm, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really tough because I have so many great songs on the album. I mean, each one is so different. I worked hard to only include those that have a truly like different flavor. So I don't, I really don't have one. I love them all this, basically the same. Okay. So it's going to be interesting to see once like everyone hears the, the album, which ones they pick out as their favorite. Of course, some, some of them are more popular because they've been out like two of them, but I want to see how everyone else is vibing to the other songs because I really, I really can't, they're all my babies. They're all my my kids. So Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I'm not gonna press you to pick a favorite. That's fair. So you got the album created. The creative process was a challenge. You made it through. Absolutely. And you're saying all of these songs on the album are very unique. So what you're telling me and the good people out there in Gumptown Land, Gumptown Podcast Land is they can expect a musical experience with this album. Right. It's an experience. I, I wanted it to feel as if, like, once you turn on the CD, you're sitting at an Ashley J. Wright concert, uh, extravaganza, gospel extravaganza, and you can it's a press play album. And even if it's not my voice, it's going to be an instrument that's that has anointing on it that catches your ear like, wow, okay, Whoever playing this sex, he's he killing it. Though. He got it. Or whoever he playing that guitar, man, he's he, he praising God through, through the guitar. So I wanted it to be a true a true experience, like musical experience for all of all of my listeners and those who support me. Great. Well, there you have it, good people. Worldbound No More Deluxe Edition is going to be a deluxe musical experience. So get your ears ready, get your minds ready. So, who are you signed to? Which what label are you signed to, Ashley? I am I'm an independent artist, so I I sign myself. I write my own. So Wow, so yeah. you're signed to Ashley Wright Music LLC. Right. I'm I'm signed I have my own label Ashley Wright Music and that's that goes back to what I was saying like I have so much material to the point I I'm going to have to start start looking for great godly people that are willing to pr press this message forward even beyond myself and create that legacy so that's the, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing like seeing where it's gonna go where this my label is gonna go no that's great so you're an independent artist you signed to yourself right. and so basically my next question is going to be what was the aha moment to start this company but you just said it you have an abundance of songs already written right you're ready to find a group of artists who would who want to push that vision forward exactly so that was your that was your aha moment when you realized that hey i have an abundance of songs and that's what led to actually write music llc okay wow so right after you had that aha moment how long did it did it take for you to put into action actually creating the llc going through the paperwork and getting that done how long was that time period oh it was literally a day or two i mean i, I did some research and I was working at the time. I had a, you know, a nine to five and I literally, I left on my lunch break and took a, a, some time to get all my paperwork done. I wrapped it up in like a day or two. 
And I, I mean, I, I had my LLC locked and loaded and ready. Wow. You didn't spend a bunch of time between the aha moment and the action step. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's a great story in itself. And the reason why it's so great is because a lot of people, including myself, like I mentioned in my, my bio at the beginning of the show, took me three years because I kept dealing with um, paralysis analysis. I was, I was overthinking everything. I was like, I want to start a podcast. I don't know where to start. And you didn't think about where to start. You just started. Exactly. I didn't do much thinking because I figured I would talk myself out of it. Right. So I just went ahead, went ahead and I found found out what I needed to do. And I went downtown and, and locked everything in. So so you have the aha moment you, and you have the action. I believe wholeheartedly. And between those two is audacity. You have to have audacity. You have to build up the courage to even want to start your own label. Who are who or what influenced you to have the audacity to want to be an independent artist and start your own? I would say it was a family member. It was my grandmother, Cammy. She was she was a, a foster parent to seventy foster children in Montgomery. Seventy, and she was an amazing woman. And she was so motivational, so powerful. She was ill a lot of the time, but she accomplished so much she had heart failure and she she just she was so inspiring she used to always sit me down and and tell me you know Ashley you can do anything you put your mind to and you are the greatest you are she put she used to put so much positivity pump so much of that that goal setting into my mind even back then when it wasn't as popular to do so she was she was already talking that talk that 2021 talk way back then when I was a little girl so she was the one that really pushed me and, and motivated me to 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 become who I am today and and just just influence her influence was so so massive it was just so massive over 70 foster kids like that's that's amazing in your home over, over your lifetime so um she she really pushed me to to be who i am today and and to never give up and and have the audacity like she had the the audacity to to make it she made it through so many health issues but she she made a huge impact so i said if i'm i'm healthy i can i can accomplish this i can do whatever i want to do i'm gonna have the audacity nothing's gonna stop me nothing's gonna get in my way i'm unstoppable and as long as i have god on my side <laughs> there's nothing that i can't do your grandma sounded like she was an amazing woman and at a very early age she planted seeds of greatness in you she did and all of us she did she planted seeds of greatness and i can't tell you how many of her her children that she raised come back i mean she had 10 kids of her own but 70 and she would they come back and be like man your your grandmother she 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 said this to me she did this for me and and that that's who she was in madison bart she was like the the grandmama to the neighborhood everybody loved cammy everybody loved cammy grandma cammy gave you the audacity so it goes without saying your driving force behind why you keep going, why you why you keep moving forward in your career, because she planted those seeds in you a long time ago, and you and you're doing it first. You're doing it for yourself, but right. you also you also here because Grandma Cam Grandma Cammy, 
she planted those seeds and she built up that courage and that, that audacity within you. That's a great story. Wow. <laughs> that is a great story. So let's talk about the gump. We are you already touched on the gump briefly in your in your introduction in your bio. So what about the gump makes it What's one word, what's one positive word you would use to describe the gunk? Being that you were born and raised here and yeah, it has its bumps and bruises. It has its, it has its things that, mm-hmm. that go on here, but I mean, it's a lot of greatness within the city itself. What, when you think of the gunk, what's the one word that comes to mind? Let's see. A word that would come to mind for for the gump i would say let's see i would say the gump is i would say strength i would say strength because it's there are if you think back to where we come from and how montgomery made its name the people here had to be strong to make it through what they made it through. They had to have, back to that word audacity, they had to be strong to see through to the vision, to to reach, uh, to get away from the racial division and all of the things that they experienced. So I, I would say, I would say strength. There's so, there's so many stories. There's so many stories that are, are unbelievable if you think about it just the families the things they went through like in the 50s and 60s and how they were able to grow from that build from that even though their hands were basically tied and still accomplish greatness financial freedom uh pouring back into the community so i would say strength great that's a great word to describe the gump and as a gump town as as uh, being born and raised by the Gump, I wholeheartedly agree. So, Ashley, before we get out of here, tell the good people where can they find your album, Worldbound No More Deluxe Edition. Tell them where they can find it. All right. So, my album can be found online on all digital street streaming platforms, and also. It's available for purchase on iTunes and Amazon. Please, please, please go by my website, ashleywrightmusic.com and check out all of the great material on there, music videos, and it it will be direct links to all of the downloads that I'm discussing. So iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Tidal, you name it, all of the digital streaming platforms, okay? I appreciate your support. Let's give her a round of applause. Let's go. Last question. Your social media sites, where can people follow you at? And of course, I'm going to list all of this in the description, but I still want you to verbalize where people can find you on social media. Okay. I can be found on IG at Ashley Wright Music or on Facebook at Ashley Wright Gospel. Sounds good. Had a great time. Ashley, congratulations on the album. I'm so proud of you. I wish you, Ashley Wright Music LLC, nothing but success. 
I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you too. I'm so I'm proud of you stepping out and accomplishing something that has always been a dream of yours. And I know it's going to be an amazing success. I appreciate that. Ashley, once again, thank you for your time. And I appreciate you for stopping by and chopping up with me for a few minutes. Thank you. Good people, that concludes this week's episode of the Gumtown Podcast. We gone, but before we leave, remember, be blessed, be safe, but most importantly, have the audacity to be you. Gone. Thanks again for tuning in. I appreciate your time and your attention. Until next time.